Keep the smile and stay tuned on the radio dial with Sirius FM 105.7. Yes, sir, people, keep the smile on the dial because it's a smiling time. Yes, a Q&A, uh, quick-fire Q&A, a Q&A with our very own Mufti Ibrahim Smith. And alhamdulillah, yeah, they everywhere he's doing uh, brilliant. He's, uh, hey, I wonder where he's lecturing today. Is he still away from Posey? He's in Josie. And I don't know where and where Mufti goes, but he goes there and he adds value to whichever town he goes through. Mufti Ibrahim Smith. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this fine, uh, beautiful morning, uh, Mufti Saab? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, Allah shukar that uh, I'm back in Cape Town. Uh, lecture will be at the owner masjid today uh, at uh, the Ulum. Just returned from the wonderful city of uh, Wadbang and uh, all those surrounding areas as well. Jazakallah khairan. Hey, you smack your Wadbang, eh? Yeah, you did well there. <laughs> well done, uh, Mufti Saab. I'm looking at all your questions coming through. Uh, Pat, what was your highlight uh, on your tour then? It was a Sira tour, so I spoke mostly about uh, the history of Rasulullah, his uh, characteristics, his sublime character, and, uh, and uh, things affecting the Ummah. Now we have to revert back uh, in order to be successful. And also a physical description of uh, the beautiful countenance and the blessed body of Rasulullah. Alhamdulillah for that, uh, Mufti Saab, your question. You says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti and Chef. Can we eat uh, Diwali goodies, uh, gifts to us? Hey, hey, yeah, and not forgetting that Diwali firecrackers. Be careful, Mufti's rabbits will run away, people. Don't use that. Don't use it, Mufti. Yes, firecrackers, we have to stay uh, far away from it. It's a waste of money, you know, and uh, that is not for us as Muslims. As for Diwali goodies, so sometimes people will send you biscuits, sweet meats, etc. So if there's no, if you have absolutely, uh, or absolute yaqeen that uh, they didn't invoke any other gods besides Allah upon those sweet meats, etc., and uh, the ingredients is of a permissible nature, then you can eat from that shafat. However, I still always advise people to exercise extreme caution uh, because we don't know what they do behind the scenes, you know, who they invoked upon the sweets, etc., and uh, what type of ingredients is in there, because it will most probably not be listed on uh, the box or the container that they give you. So uh, if you're unsure, then rather refrain from eating that G. Uh, Mufti Saab, are Muslims allowed to mourn pets who died? We're only allowed to mourn our spouses, family members, etc., that have passed on, passed away, and died. Uh, that is what the Quran and uh, the Sunnah has uh, given us permission uh, to do shafat. As for pets, uh, generally we're not allowed to mourn them. However, it is uh, human uh, to feel sad when you've uh, when you've had a special bond with your pet. You know, after many many years in uh, your company, etc., and that uh, pet passes away, you will feel a little bit sad. It is not uncommon. Uh, that was also the case of once Hab, you know, that Rasulullah passed by when he lost his uh, pet parrot and he said, Ya Aba Numair Ma Fa'alan Nugail. So even at that time, you know, that uh, youngster, I think it was Anas, he was a bit sad when his uh, parrot died. G. Uh, Mufti Saab, can a widowed mother under Ida go or stay with her son? She's not allowed. She has to spend the Ida at uh, the house where her husband passed away. So there she will conclude the Ida, which is four months and ten days. She will have to count it from the day her husband passed away until the end of the expiry date, Shafat. She's only allowed uh, to go out uh, for uh, extreme case in, or under extreme case, you know, medical appointment. Uh, etc., or when a life is in extreme danger. But a social visits, visiting this one, that one, etc., that is not permissible for a female who is under Idda, Idda to Wafa, they call it Idda when the spouse passed on. Gee. 
Assalamu alaikum Mufti Sahib. Can we display uh, festive trimmings in uh, our shops uh, like Santa Claus is coming to town? We're not uh, allowed to do all of that. Uh, remember that Islam is its own festival and uh, the, the glory days that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. Anything that you display of any other religion, it all has a religious connotations. So uh, you're putting up Santa Claus that is a religious connotation, uh, the pine tree. Is uh, in uh, whatever else uh, they have there that is all promoting their religion and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prevented us uh, and prohibited us from doing you know what the awanu ala al-birri wa taqwa we should exhort one another to righteousness and God fearingness and good and uh, we're not ala al-ithmi wal not upon sin and vice versa this falls under sin shafat uh, it will not attract any more customers it won't increase your risk your risk has already been ordained and decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, uh, can uh, okay, forget that one, Yusuf. Little higher, right? That's the one I want. Yeah, uh, Australia denounced uh, Jerusalem as a capital of Israel. Any comments, uh, Mufti Saab? I think uh, Israel uh, will be furious right now because uh, Australia is Australia, and uh, if Australia did it, and uh, I hope many other countries will follow suit, inshallah. Because uh, remember that Jerusalem is the capital of it is Beitul Maqdis, it is the capital of Palestine. Time. It is not uh, the capital of uh, Israel. You know, they uh, should uh, exit where they and go back where they came from. So, yes, you have here a modern uh, first world country uh, denouncing uh, that. And uh, that was started in 2020, I think, uh, when the former uh, Prime Minister Morris, when he uh, actually uh, told fellow Australians that Jerusalem will be recognized as the capital of Israel in the two years uh, or so down the line in a year the new Prime Minister came in and uh, denounced all of that. So I think it's a step in the right direction. Australia still wants a two-state uh, solution for the Palestinian and Israeli people there, but they can never be two states because you can steal land from someone and claim that it belongs to you also, G. Yes, sir, Mufti Saba, does a touching a dog break your wuhu? No, whatever comes out of the private parts, uh, that will break the hudu. So if you've touched a dog, then all you need to do is you need to wash your hands uh, properly, you know, wash it a couple of times also. And uh, if you feel that you want to repeat your hudu, no problem in repeating your hudu, but it doesn't invalidate your hudu, Shafat. Uh, your hudu will still remain intact. Uh, Mufti Saab, can interest money be used uh, to fill up your tank? Mufti Saab, <laughs> Yes, with petrol prices ever increasing, and I believe that uh, it will be increasing next month again, and diesel as well. Uh, some heavy increases coming up. They drop it by 10, 20 cents, and then they shoot it up again, uh, you know, crippling the economy further. So uh, deriving personal benefit from interest money, that is not allowed. That is not permissible. You can take that interest money, give it to a poor Muslim without hoping for reward and without asking for du'as. That is what you should do, that you should not derive a personal benefit from that. Throwing petrol in your tank, that is deriving personal benefit from the interest money because you'll be enjoying the kilometers, G. Uh, Mufti Saab, what are the rulings on reporting Muslim businessmen to SARS? It is not our job to report Muslim businessmen to SARS or any other place, you know, because I remember all these taxes the government imposed on the people, they're taxing us to death, carbon tax, sugar tax, death, uh, after your demise, you'll have to pay taxes. All of these taxes, Shabbat, and we don't see the benefit of uh, these taxes, you know. Sometimes people want to score...
bounty points by reporting uh, uh, other businesses uh, to these organizations, you know, and perhaps they'll be getting a kickback as well. So uh, that is not permissible. You rather keep quiet and let the government do their job. If they want to tax the people, that is their job. That has got absolutely nothing uh, to do with you. Don't be an example, citizen, here in South Africa and end up being a criminal in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because that is what will happen, G. Mufti Sabi, is it permissible to have a cell phone tower on the Masjid Minaret and to receive a payment for that? Yes, they pay, I think, 15,000, 16,000 rand they pay a month. So it is permissible uh, to erect a cell phone tower there. You're not, you are not in charge of the data that is being used, the pictures that are being sent, etc. That is absolutely nothing to do. All you are doing is you are renting a space on top of the member or minaretic, uh, etc. You know? So it is permissible. That is what the ruling of uh, many of the Fokar that uh, they came uh, to agreement that uh, it is permissible for people. And it is also another way and means for Masaji to earn uh, some rent, some money in order to cover and pay their bills. Mufti Saba, what is the Islamic ruling on energy healing? Energy healing, Reiki, energy healing, body talk, Afia healing, all of these things should be avoided. Uh, that we have a Rukia to Sharia that Rasulullah taught us, you know, how to make Rukia using verses of the Quran, using a, a special uh, medication uh, that how he, alayhi sallam, was treated when he was ill. Uh, the cool, uh, you know, the two quls, uh, quls of Allah, so these are all permissible Rukia uh, treatments that uh, is very, very effective. Now, if we venture into energy healing uh, that has uh, most probably shirky connotations also, then we'll end up in problems because if there's some sort of connotation linked to other religions, Buddhism, Hinduism, etc. So unwary, unscrupulous Muslims will fall prey to this, you know, because they feel that there might be a solution in uh, rectifying whatever is wrong with your body. Stick to what uh, Rasulullah has taught us, and uh, you will be a successful G. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Sahib. I took out a loan uh, four years ago. The creditor requested I repay him according to the current inflation rate. Is uh, this allowed? Inflation will always be rising because it is one of the ways that they are taxing people. You know, it is one of the legal ways of taking wealth away uh, from the people. So it is not permissible for you to give a loan uh, for example, 1,000 rand, and then after seven years, you come back and you say the 1,000 rand is now worth 1,500, so you have to pay me according to the current inflation of uh, uh, value. No, you cannot do that. You will have to only take back the 1,000 rand that you've given, the capital sum that you've borrowed to the person. Anything else will be considered as usury, as riba, as interest, which is a completely haram. Mufti Sahaba, can a Muslim believe in karma? We cannot believe in karma. Again, there's shirky connotations. Karma is uh, something completely uh, uh, opposed to Islam. Islam believes that a person will be rewarded for the good that he does and he will be punished uh, for the bad that he do also. That is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala system, the scales of justice. You do good, you will be uh, rewarded. You do bad, you will be punished as opposed uh, to karma. You know that uh, if you do something, now immediately, uh, if good or bad, you will be uh, b- b- taken to task for that. So it is in complete uh, b- opposite beliefs to that which Islam advocates. Uh, Mufti, can, uh, yes, uh, we got that one, Yusuf. Let's do the last one here. Any Sharia basis for those online, the rude challenges are Mufti Saab? Yes, we've seen that, Shavad. Uh, read, uh, we want to say now 10 million, 5 million, 7 trillion. Uh, upon Rasulullah, so there is no basis uh, in the Sharia for that. 
if people want to send durud, let them send privately upon Rasulullah sallallahu That is more yodi. It is more ikhlas, more sincerity. It is good to encourage other people uh, to send abundant durud upon Rasulullah sallallahu especially on a Friday also. But starting all these new challenges and uh, taking those people to task who are not the active participants in this, then uh, we create some sort of a bid'ah and then we have to uh, avoid at all costs a shafat. You know, although the intention behind it is good uh, to get more people uh, to participate in this, it is no, no shari'i uh, basis, G. Achadi Mufti Saab, that was a quick fire Q&A. Beautifully done, <laughs> lovely, well delivered and uh, freshly baked on the platforms of Sirius FM. Your parting words are this morning, Amu. Allah, Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless and protect our Ummah Shafat. We still in a Rabi'ul Awwal. Let us continue to send abundant durood upon our beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa matafiqi labillahi wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. As Mufti Saab says, and Jazakallah Khairah to all of you for sending in those questions. Uh, Yusuf, top tech as usual. Beautiful, beautiful morning in your pies and sagacious company. Keep it locked on to Sirius FM for beautiful broadcasting. Uh, shortly there'll be, uh, the 40 Darud and, uh, the, uh, Kudba of, uh, the, uh, yeah, the uh, Bayana from the Holy Lands so will be translated by our very own, uh, Mufti AK. Yeah, Hussein. So Alhamdulillah. And uh, Yusuf, as I said, I really enjoyed your, your company this morning. And uh, well, Yusuf says uh, one more time, one more time. Uh, let's see. We uh, do have uh, that. Uh, where's the Nikah notice, uh, Yusuf? Yeah, it's somewhere there. Yusuf's going to bring it back uh, to us. And I will read uh, that uh, Nikah notice for you. Yeah, there's it there. Right in front of me. One more time. And it says, uh, the Sidat and the Imran families. We'll be honored to have your presence uh, at the nikah and wedding reception of Humaira, daughter of Marhum Yahya and Amina that and uh, Abdul Rahman, son of uh, Iqbal Imran and Tanzila. Saturday, 22nd October, nikah at 17.30. Khalid bin Wali, the Masjid Mackenzieville and Nigel. And reception will be after Mahrib, Madrasa Hall, Dadu Avenue, Mackenzieville and Nigel, inshallah. And uh, yes, uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide and bless uh, this uh, union. Well, I can tell you, people, lovely company. Keep it locked on to Sirius FM from the team and I. Till we meet you again, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.